Live from the offices of Great River Investments in the beautiful city of Burlington, Iowa, this is the Marvin Knows Finances Show. I am your host, Marvin Thompson, your certified financial planner, and joining me today is special guest Sergeant Chad Zahn with the Burlington Police Department, Joe Jolin of Jolin Media in West Burlington, Iowa, and Todd Slatke, CPA, and my partner at Great River Investments. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen in, and for all you listeners on Google Podcasts and Spotify, don't forget forget to click the subscribe button. If you prefer to see how we make the show come together, please check out our YouTube channel, Marvin Knows Finances, and click subscribe there as well. Just like the last and every time, I have to take care of a little business before we get moving too far forward to please my compliance department. Marvin Thompson is an investment advisor representative and a registered representative with Brokers Financial member SIPC. Opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of Brokers Financial. The topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Great River Investments LLC does not offer legal or tax advice. Listeners are encouraged to discuss their financial needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstances. So occasionally we like to jump off the financial topics and discuss some fun ideas or local happenings that we find interesting. Um, In the past, we've had the students from BHS come in and talk about the programs going on at the school. But today, Sergeant Chad Zahn with the Burlington PD has joined us, and he's going to be discussing some of our this new program, I guess it's called Burlington's uh, Community Engagement Unit. That's that correct. CEU. CEU. Very good. So, Chad, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, I <clears throat> started with the Burlington Police Department in 1994, so I've been doing Dang. this for about 28 <laughs> years. <laughs> um but I've, I've held a multitude of, of uh, responsibilities. I started off as a patrolman. Mm-hmm. I did the bike patrol. I was a detective. Um, I, I supervised a squad of officers on patrol. And now I'm in this position. Very good, very good. Um, what was the driving force that made you want to become a police officer to begin with? Because you're not from Burlington originally, right? No. No. So how'd you get to Burlington, Iowa? Uh, I was married to a woman that was from here. Gotcha. Um, but, you know, it's kind of funny because I always wanted to be a police officer, I specifically a detective. And uh, when they did the background check on me and they contacted my mom, she said, I don't know why he wants to do this. He couldn't find his own shoes. That's a true story. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Oh, uh, by far. Uh, the Criminal Investigation Division detectives were... The best gig there. Was it? Mm-hmm. Even the hours, though? That's got to be the worst part about the job. Well, sometimes, you know, you miss kids' birthdays, you get called out on Christmas, stuff like that. But uh, the excitement, the, the the hunt is the fun part. Yeah. Don't all crimes happen at like 1 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> kind of like babies being born. That's right. Nobody's ever born at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So let's talk about the Community Engagement Union. Um, first of all, what is it? Um, What was the purpose behind it being formed? So the Community Engagement Unit was started to help foster uh, relationships with the community outside of the typical law enforcement role. Um, In other words, most of the time when we deal with people as police officers, it's in a negative light. We're writing them a citation or arresting them or we're dealing with them at the worst time of their life. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they've been injured or assaulted, whatever. <clears throat> so we, we really want to work with the community and, be, and show them that we are part of the community and we, we rely on them for their help. So the idea is to, to uh, step outside our comfort zone and, and become members of the community and, and engage with them 
in ways that are positive to mm -hmm. foster those relationships. Mm -hmm. Do you find the community is pretty responsive to this type of program? Yes, we we um, the programs that we've put on before National Night Out, uh, Shop with a Cop, <clears throat> things like that. We've we've received a lot of report support for that. Yeah. Does the uh, local media, social media, do they pick up on this stuff and give pretty positive feedback too? Yes, for the most part. For the most yes. part. Good. Good. I mean. Burlington PD really does seem to do a pretty good job of reaching out to the community and trying to get them involved. I mean, we're going to talk about a few of the programs specifically, but it's, you know, I guess I've been a, I've been um, involved with the PD in various ways through my brother and stuff like that in the past. But, you know, from outsider looking in, it looks like you guys are really trying to do a good job. And it's not just with the current police chief, but the previous police chiefs, too, started initiating a lot of this stuff a few years back. Sure. And, <clears throat> you know, we can't do... We solve crime better with as a community. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more eyes out there than what we have, and we encourage people if they see something to call us, mm -hmm. even if they think it's minor but it's out of the ordinary. Uh, we always respond and and look into it. Mm -hmm. Very good. So let's talk about some of the activities um, that you guys have coming up with the CEU. Uh, coffee with a cop. I happened to be in the grocery store this morning and I saw a big <laughs> billboard as I walked in. Yeah, that was um, the one of the first things I got to do. Yep. But. Uh, I hope you come. It's Monday, May mm -hmm. 23rd, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Or I'm sorry, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's a lot of dumps. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Hyvee on Agency Street. Mm -hmm. And my understanding is they're going to provide coffee and donuts. Oh, really? So, so, that <laughs> so literally, people can just come in. Um, there'll be a handful of you police officers there. Yes. And their purpose is just to ask you questions, get to know you better. Yeah. What's I mean, the deal? Um, we don't have an agenda. Okay. We're not going to make speeches. Okay. Uh, we want to have a cup of coffee and a conversation. Okay. So really, we hope that the, the, the people that show up from the community are the ones that, that, that guide that conversation. We want to talk about what they want to talk about. But um, it's no different than, than a group of men meeting for coffee in the morning. That's, that's what we're hoping for. Well, us. there's a few locals at Hy-Vee every morning, oh, sure, so you'll sure. have a crowd there for sure. Good, good Absolutely. deal. Uh, what's the BPD Grillin' and Chillin' event? So that, that is in the process right now. We're, we're, uh, we have a grill, mm -hmm. a gas grill, and we are going to take it to various locales in the community. Okay, so this and is not just a one-time event. No, I know. No, okay. I don't, we, we don't have a schedule yet. We, we've just started the planning stages, but... Um, we're gonna we're gonna go out in the community and we're gonna we're gonna grill hot dogs and hopefully engage with the community. Nice, very nice. Um, let's talk about some other activities uh, the Burlington Police Department promotes. Um, Todd and I both participated in a program called the Citizens Police Academy, and um, I'm gonna probably get this wrong, but it's like an eight week program. Is that correct? And it's held once a year around February, March, somewhere in there, and you get to apply to become a Citizens Police Academy member. Mm -hmm. And then if you're chosen, you come every Tuesday night, I believe, and you listen to various topics on a weekly basis. And then at the end of it, it's followed up with a, a ride-along, if you choose to participate in that. And then you get to go out to Big Hollow and test guns and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, pretty cool. So um, you've been involved with Citizens Police Academy in the past. Um, what's the purpose behind that? I mean, it's been, that's been a program that's been going on for a few years now. So actually, the the purpose of that is <clears throat> to help community members know exactly what it is that we do on a daily basis. Um, so that the the topics are instructed by uh, police officers mm -hmm. at the Burlington Police Department, and um, 
I've never been involved in in uh, organizing it mm-hmm. until now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have instructed before, but uh, it seems to be very popular. The, the the people that attend seem to like it. Did you do the ride along when you? I did. Yeah. That was the best part for me. I hear that from, you know, from several people. It's funny people. because my ride along, um, it's like, we'll start at 7, you can leave it around 11, you know, every four hours. I think at 2 in the morning I finally left. <laughs> it was just, it wasn't, there was a, it wasn't that there was a lot going on, it was just fun. Yeah. You know, I was very interested to see the different scenarios that we interacted with the night on my ride along. Um, but, you know, and then, and then the class work or the class time, I found that really interesting because you're almost put in the position of looking at the situation through the eyes of a police officer. Sure. Which, as a, as a citizen, I don't know about Utah, but I never thought about stuff like that, you know? No. I, I did it to learn more, um, just, just, and I really did learn a lot about the activities that you never see. So there's a lot of things that are, you know, I didn't know much about the, the drug task force mm-hmm. and a group of guys or, you know, individuals that, that participate in that almost like kind of volunteering from their agency or they're selected from their agency. So it's a multi-agency kind of thing. Didn't know much about that. Didn't know much about the canine unit. Um, that was one of the cooler ones. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know much about, you know, how detectives work, the court part, the court process and so on. I have not done my ride along yet because I was a COVID student. So um, it got, it, my session got canceled towards the end. I actually went back and finished the next year, the, the classroom part of it. Um, as far as heart pumping parts to it, though, the thing that got me, we went to the old police station, which was abandoned at that point, not in use, and did kind of a scenario um, of, you know, clearing the building. Mm-hmm. And we all knew that there are paper targets around that door. <laughs> and it still makes your heart oh, pump yeah. like there's really going to be somebody shooting back at me. Yeah. And um, it was really interesting how guys have to, um, not just guys, but officers have to work together together. Um, they have to trust each other. They have to back each other up. Um, they have to get out of the way when it's the next guy up. And uh, really interesting. Very interesting. So did you, when you uh, went through the class, did we have the firearm simulator? Um, no, that, that, was, that came into play right after um, my yeah, class. So we, we didn't get to do that yeah. either. You come down. I'll, I'll, I'll get you through it. But um, that, when we do that, we train on that frequently now. <clears throat> and um, it's you're you're in front of a big screen and you're using a special gun, of course, you know, and and it's a shoot don't shoot type situation mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'll tell you, I know it's fake, it's but it seems so real. And I actually start sweating. Really? You know, oh yeah, it's it's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a um, <coughs> I guess it would be a bias towards support of the police. In in some of that um, split second kind of decision making that has to happen, and then for the next two years, um, that same split second decision gets dragged through the media on how it may have been wrong and may have been right, but you're you're working with what you have right then right. in a very tense, dark, emotionally charged situation, and I have a lot of respect for the people that have to do that thank you well for anybody who ever wants to i think they start taking applications around january yes for the citizens police academy um it's open to the public like i said you have to fill out the application you have to be approved but it's something that really everybody should try to do this yeah and Um, you know we when we 
when we select the people, we tried to get them from all different types of backgrounds. All different types of backgrounds. Yeah, yeah my class was extremely diversified. Very diversified. Yeah, all good. age ranges, male, female. Um, we had a few females who were willing to take the taser shot. <laughs> um, it was it was uh, it was an interesting class, but it's it's very educational. But more importantly, you guys make it fun for us to be there because we're giving up an hour and a half on a Tuesday night for sure. eight consecutive weeks, and it's fantastic. Um, and I would think a benefit maybe back from the police side of the world would be that we, you, you have people then that kind of go out and somewhat be ad, ambassadors or stewards sure. of a message that, hey, these guys have a really difficult job and there's a lot to it and um, they're trained really well and they're working with short budgets, short staffing. Um, there's a lot that goes into it that... Um, you know, people just don't see, and I don't. I really don't think it's covered appropriately for for the real news that's there. It's not covered appropriately. So, you should be a spokesperson of ours because you answered the question about what what is the the Citizens Academy about? Because that's exactly the the message that we want to send. Yeah, um, I, I kind of have a. I'm an advocate of you guys here, but I, I kind of have this question. So. We see a lot of negative in the media. Uh, you know, like you say, you know, police interactions often are negative. And it seems like a lot of the coverage of what's going on in policing across this country is negative. And that's that's the tone. And what what is your feel more on a Burlington, Iowa community basis? Is it is it really that much negative out there or is there a lot of positive community support? We, we have a ton of positive community support. You know, <clears throat> you, you, you see on the national news, you see the bad things that are, are happening or the, the negative things that are happening in law enforcement. Um, but locally, very rarely does that happen. You know, we, we, we have people bring us food and, and, and um, they're constantly, you're out in the community and they thank you for your service or whatever. So, no, I, I haven't experienced that myself, but, but I have seen it on a national level. Um, I think we have great support here in Burlington. I, I would guess, in other, I mean, I mean, that's great to hear, and I would guess other individual communities are that way too. It's just not, that's not what sells newspapers or television ads. <laughs> that's the right. exact point. Yeah. Yep. Only right. the bad news sells. You don't hear the good stuff. You don't that's hear right. the good stuff. So, Well, speaking of good stuff, let's talk about Shop with a Cop. Okay. Um, I believe this is a program that you guys sponsor or put on around Christmas time, mm -hmm. and it's dealing with the young children of the community, but besides writing donations checks to it, I don't know much about it. Okay. So um, how are the kids, how do you guys find the kids to work with? Um, what exactly happens? So we contact the schools. Okay. And um, they give us a list of names. Okay. And we, we it's schools throughout Des Moines County because mm -hmm. the Sheriff's Department participates, mm -hmm. West Burlington participates. and. <clears throat> Um, I, to be quite honest with you, I've never been involved in the in the organization organizing of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that that uh, a ton of the money comes from um, organizations that donate it or individuals that donate it. Mm -hmm. I've gotten to participate one time mm -hmm. because I've had to work the other times. Mm -hmm. But the the time that I got to participate last year, it, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable to to spend time with these kids and to see how happy it makes them. Mm 
So are you buying, are the kids buying gifts for themselves? Are the kids buying gifts for their family members or a combination of both or what's this? Both. Both. Um, I, I have found that most of them want to buy for somebody else. That's nice. Yeah, very nice. The, the, the young man that I was with last year, he bought more for his family members than he did himself. But, but uh, it, it really was a, an experience that, that I, I'll never forget it. That's cool. That's cool. So for all the uh, business leaders in Southeast Iowa, um, you know, a hundred dollar donation, a couple hundred dollar donation, five hundred dollar donation. This goes a very long way to helping these children out with their Christmas celebrations and so forth. So we strongly encourage you to use it. The funny thing is, is that if you happen to be driving around Burlington on the day of the actual event <laughs> and don't know that it's going and on, don't right? know that it's going on. I'm going to warn you right now, sirens are blaring from everywhere because I believe the kids get to ride to the stores. That's right. In the police cars. They do. And they get to turn the sirens they, on and the They lights control the and, siren. And, yep. and yeah. So it's uh, it's an experience. You think Burlington's under attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's squad car after squad car, and these kids are running the sirens, and they, they don't turn them off the entire time. No. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> but the looks that we get when we pull up to the... We went to Dick's Sporting Goods, um, and we went to uh, Walmart. <clears throat> and the people in the in the parking lot have no clue that we're coming. Yeah. <laughs> and when we pull in there, it's pretty funny to see their expressions. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Dick's was a pretty good sponsor for you guys. They were. That. They yeah, were very generous. shout out to them. I heard they were very generous very to you Very generous. So good for them. And thank you, Dick's. That's fantastic. Um, National Night Out. This is not just a local program. This is something that you guys participated in in a program that really goes on across the nation. Yes. Okay. So um, National Night Out, if I remember right, was held down at the uh, train depot. Was it that was usually no, where it was? it was held at, in between the auditorium and Port of Burlington. Okay. Cool. So what's National Night Out? <clears throat> You're gonna put me on the spot here. <laughs> I is, know kids can come down and see oh, yeah. fire trucks and police yeah. cars and stuff like that. So it's if this is not just a police function there are uh, there will be a multitude of different organizations and agencies there the fire department net uh, the national guard um i'm sorry but there's there's just a ton of people mm -hmm. that that come down there and it is all geared toward um basically crime prevention and and um things that the the organizations that are there, mm -hmm. what what they do to help the community and stuff, but there's a lot of things for kids to do. We we um, offer them something to eat. We interact with them. There's a bounce house, and there's just a multitude of things that that go on during that event. And then at the end of it, it's another parade through through mm -hmm. the communities where the police officers drive through with the lights and sirens yeah, that's on. Cool. And, yeah, it's, and it is a. We had a fantastic turnout this this last year. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things we're going to have to worry about is the riverfronts tore up right now. Yeah. They're, they're redoing that, so we're going to have to have to uh, hold it somewhere else. And we mm -hmm. have a planning planning session coming up very shortly to start discussing that. Very good. Where we're going to go. And that's another thing where businesses in town can donate. Oh sure. Um, we donated a couple bikes last year, I think, for yeah. a drawing for the kids and. Um, it was really nice. Uh, one of the kids reached out to me and wrote me a personal thank you letter for his oh, new wow. BMX bike. So, that's cool. Like, yeah, that's very cool. That's cool. I Come on down. You, you might see cops dancing because last year they... We don't need to see that. <laughs> they were line dancing. And I have a question before... Actually, <clears throat> sorry, I'll just kind of lean over. But, you know, you said something that kind of... kind of It was a great point when you had said, you know, police officers partnering with the community, it's, it's the best outcome. And so how... 
you know, as this podcast is broadcast, you know, to many different communities, how are ways that people can join with um, join with the police department for their community to help out? Like, what are some of the things that you may have might have seen, or what you recommend, or how could we help? So. <clears throat> Very rarely is a police officer on a scene where a crime happens. We, we, we don't witness it ourselves. But there are a lot of people that do. And I get it. Many of them want to remain anonymous or don't want to talk about it for fear of repercussions or whatever. I get that. But sometimes it's just as simple as, as leading, leading us in the right direction. We're not always saying that we, you have to come and testify in court. But, but the more information we can receive, the easier... It, it makes it to solve that crime. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, most, most crimes that we solve are a result of either physical evidence or a witness. You know, somebody that saw something that, that gives us information that leads to, to an arrest. Um, neighborhood Watch is another thing that I'm, I do. Um, we are going to have a, a uh, I guess, a class on how to start a Neighborhood Watch in your in your neighborhood, um, that's in the planning stages. I met with two of the two of our neighborhood watch people that kind of organized this mm -hmm. the other day, and we're working on a date for that to happen. So that'll be on our Facebook page and 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 stuff like that when when that comes about. So please watch for that. But yeah, that's that's what we need is we need the community's help, the community's involvement in making our city a safe place to live, work, and play. Okay, well, that's perfect lead into my next question. Um, how do people get a hold of you with questions? Um, is there a phone number or email address? Or And then, of course, promote your social media sites because I know the Burlington PD has quite a few followers on Facebook, Instagram, and so forth. We, we are very active when it comes to that. When, when somebody brings down... Uh, for example, donuts. I shouldn't say that. I know you. <laughs> I brought donuts in there, but, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But when when somebody brings that down, we try to to thank them publicly mm -hmm. uh, via our social media. But but um, you know, to reach me, my phone number is seven five three eight three six five. You can call okay. me with any questions or concerns or whatever. My, you can reach me by email address. That is z a h n c at burlingtoniowa.org. Um, yeah, okay. that's perfect. Perfect. Um, guys, do you have any other questions? Anything? What's the website again? Or the email address? Z A H N C at BurlingtonIowa.org. Okay. Very good. So, you know, we've spent maybe 15, 20 minutes on this topic today, but honestly, folks, um, Todd, Joe, and I have lived in many places across the Midwest. And I don't remember ever living in a place where the police department was so involved with the community. I mean, it's, it's really nice to be in the city of Burlington and to have this relationship where, you know, Chad's willing to come in and talk on our podcast. Um, they're doing a lot of wonderful things with education in the schools, education of the kids, um, just really helping out the community in general. So our heartfelt thanks goes out to them, too, for the job that they do, because uh, having experienced it for a whopping six hours one night, it's the job <laughs> I'm not going to want to do, I can promise you that. So anyway, uh, my heartfelt thanks goes out to all of you for listening today. Um, once again, a special thanks to Sergeant Chad Zahn, Joe Jolina, and Todd Slatke for joining us today and uh, providing their questions, feedback, and so forth. Um, we want to hear from you. Please reach out to us by either giving us a call at 319-576-2264 or visiting our website at www.greatriverinvestments.com. Go to the contact 
us section of the site, and I or a member of my team may be in touch with you shortly to discuss our next steps together. Have a great day.